0: Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, it just might be time for Yankee fans to push that magical panic button. Not only do they drop their third series in a row, losing throughout a four to the Texas Rangers down in uh, Arlington there, but it seems like Aaron Judge is headed to the IL, having to take himself out of that first game with a hip flexor issue. Uh, Wasn't able to compete in the remaining three games, and now they're saying, Monday May 1st May Day as they would say is going to be the day they make a decision on whether the Judge has to go to IL or not and it just seems like that's where the winds are blowing just for the fact um you know he had to take himself out which you know with judge you know he really has to be hurt to take himself out and Again, not even a consideration for the remaining three games there. So, again, it's all that as well as the judge injury. But before we do, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. So if it's your first time, long time, haven't done it yet, make sure you subscribe, get notified when new content comes up throughout the rest of the baseball season. Hopefully, you know, uh, the Yankees aren't dropping like flies and there is the rest of the baseball season for us Yankee fans. So, um, before, you know... The Yankees, you know, you lose two out of three in Minnesota, uh, but you don't feel too bad about it because, hey, look, you've been killing Minnesota for 25 years, and, hey, it's finally about time they, they get the Yankees back. You know, they win a series against the Yankees, you know, in somewhat of a convic- convincing fashion. It's like, all right, whatever, fine. But in that third game, you feel a little bit better. On Judge's birthday, the Yankee offense breaks out, you know, score 11-11, plus you dodge a bullet. You know, Judge had that play where he slid into third. Now he looks seemingly he hurt his hand trying to slide in there, and you're holding your breath because he ran in, in, in the – uh the dug out there, but and needed to wrap it up. But it, he did able to, was able to compete in the rest of the game. Um, mainly and probably because it was just a blessing that he was DH in that game and it kind of flew was in center. Uh but saving the game, you figure all right, you breathe a silently if you dodge a bullet. But it seemed like that slide didn't really dodge a bullet for judging the Yankee fans. I uh, guess he messed probably a good chance he hurt his hip as well, which again at the time we didn't know. Because then in, in the first game, Needed to take himself out um, of the fourth inning. That's probably even though the Yankees won the game, that's really the headline story. Uh, he looked a little awkward on a swing and you know striking out in the second there on a the swing, and then in the fourth he finally took himself out of the game. Which you know we really has to be hurting. I meant you got to stand, Geo Carton stand, take himself out of the game because he has a little. I always think he has a little Ellsbury in him like that. Joe is more of a Jeter s type where like you know you have to like rip his arm off or rip his leg off to take him out of the game. So the fact that he didn't feel good, wanted to take himself out, that just has me very worried. And again, I. Say by Monday, May day, very likely they're going to say he's at least going to be headed for the 10-day IL. That's the likely scenario. But in the game itself, guess, you know, we'll go with some positives because there's not too many for Yankee fans lately. Uh, Garrett Coles has been money all 2023 for the Yankees. Again, Andrew Haney, the lefty there now. Yankees gave him an early 2-0 lead in the second thanks to solo home runs by DJ LeMay and Gleyber Torres uh, putting the Yankees up 2-0. And those really have to be the two guys that pick it up. Um, you know, especially if Judge is going to be out for a while, especially Clay Torres. Now, again, got off to a good start of the season. Again, he's been a little bit different this season, stealing the bases, so a little bit different type of Gleyber. Uh, But he's got to pick it up. He's quieted up a, quite a, a tad bit. Uh, he's going to need to pick it up, especially if Judge is going to be out for a week or two. Uh, but at a point, the Yankees up 2-0 and another run thanks to a um, RBI single by um, Anthony Volpe puts the Yankees up at that point. 3-0, that was a bases loaded situation. They could have really gotten more out of that, so than they should have, but still had to settle this for three runs there in the second. But, you know, with Cole on the mound dealing, you kind of still feel good about it. Uh, but the sixth, Cole finally ran into a jam, and you figure, wait, it's going to be the first time the season that maybe he crumbles in a bases loaded, no out situation. Now, Cole will navigate his way through it. He really should only have only given up one run. There was a double play busted up. By that same Volpe, otherwise the Yankees could have turned to a bad inning sooner, but uh, but Cole was able to uh, limit the damage and and leave that sixth inning with a 3-2 to lead. But you can see Cole starting to falter a little bit uh, in the seventh inning, needed to be lifted by Michael King, who got a cold strike three to get out of another jam. And Boone would go go with King for the rest of the way to finish out the game, which is a little kind of curious for a few reasons. I mean, I know, I know King hasn't pitched a lot lately, but you kind of want to go to your formula. And the fact that he didn't want to use Clay Holmes there is kind of interesting. Now, is is Holmes' confidence shot? Is Boone's confidence in Holmes shot? You know, it's kind of a weird situation. Or if you figure, hey, look, King looks good tonight. He looks hot. He hasn't pitched a while. Let me just ride him the rest of the way. It could be some of that as well, but uh, I'd be a little concerned just the fact that, and we've seen this a little bit, we saw in the Toronto series in a situation where, um, you know, he used Holmes earlier in, in a game and kind of used Peralta to close it out. So I don't know if he's going closer by committee, if he's just going matchups. I'm a fan of just giving, assigning a guy an inning and just let him go at it. You know, Stanton, Nelson, Rivera. I just like going to guys who have roles in innings, not this kind of mix max. And I just don't think it helps the players, but nevertheless, hey, Boone knows better. And, King able to get an insurance run in the top of the ninth. Jose Trevino, the catcher, solo home run against his former team. Gives the Yankees a little, little bit more cushion, 42, and that would be a final score. And King getting a strikeout to end the game there. Again, that's the only good news of the trip down to Texas there because it was just horrible the rest of the way. Uh, now, brings us to game two there. And I don't know if you saw these uniforms that the Rangers were wearing. I mean, it looked like ugly Chicago White Sox uniforms from the 70s. I mean, this is like, like a, yeah, I know, I know they have these funky uniforms they're trying to sell and stuff like that. And you had the San Diego, uh, San Francisco Giant game uh, down in Mexico City. And, then, and of course, the Padres, they always have funky uniforms, but the Texas Ranger uniforms is ugly. I mean, I don't know what they're trying to do with that. But nevertheless, I'm just happy the Yankees always keep it the same uh, with that. But this, that's the first game you need to have because the next game, you're facing the Grom and you have Schmidt there, probably your least effective pitcher against you know when he's healthy one of the best pitches in the game there so winning that first game especially your ace Colton man was vital and it would be because you know yankees really had nothing against um the and the rest of the bullpen the rest of the way because drum too would needed to take himself out of the game so um now schmidt you know i don't really blame him it's just like look he's not a starting pitcher he's good for two or three innings and that's about it he's a middle reliever at best, maybe coming from one inning, maybe two inning, maybe clean up a little bit if a start, you know, just gets busted out in the second, third inning. But it's just we've seen enough of him so far this season. I know they're waiting for Severino to come back as well as Rendon, but at some point you got to find a different solution there because he's just the Yankees really has got almost almost always no shot in the game he pitches in. There's only one game against the Toronto game where he pitched decently, really deserved to win the game. Uh, or at least you know, have a better fate, but the, other than that, every start he's just getting. If at some point, he just gets he just blows up and gets knocked around, and this would happen eventually in the second inning. Now, would give up a single um, uh, to a Jonah Heim, and thanks to a, a double by Duran, Heim would come around to score on a sacrifice um, out, and then Marcus Simeon uh, hit an RBI double uh, to, to bring in Duran, and at that point, uh, the score was up two to nothing. And then in the third inning, and this was really the frustrating in- inning, Schmidt. So he had two outs, and you have a you have a man on first. Uh, um, Adolis Garcia. He's on first now. Yes, you know he, he's going to go on contact. You know he's uh, with two outs. He's going on contact, but he got two outs in a man at first. Just get out of the inning. But no, he gives up a double to, uh, Jonah Himes. Scores Garcia at that point, and then increases the lead three to nothing. Again, this is what Degrom still in the game, dealing, and you feel like even with a three to nothing lead, it feels like ten to nothing. And then shortly right after that, it just implodes like it always does with Clark Schmidt. Uh two-run home run to Robbie Grossman. And just you know, at this point, you just know the game's over. Five nothing. Now Degrom in the fourth um, looked uncomfortable on a couple of pitches, and then eventually had to take be taken out of the game uh, in the fourth inning there. But at the point, the Yankees f- down five nothing. And again, this way this Yankee offense is, again, Judge wasn't in this game, and it was the first game so far all this all season. Uh, Judge missed for the Yankees, uh, and you just got to be concerned about again, uh, again how long he's going to be out for. Um, now Schmidt again. You could blame him, but not blame him. But again, he's not a starter. He's not a starting pitch. He's not someone's gonna go out there, give you five innings, and only give up one run. That's just not his game right now. Eventually they get to him in all these games and it happened there. And it was just a sloppy game from the Yankee defense. I mean, Frenchie Codero blew up play. Now he would get penalized a little bit, you know, I don't know if it was because of that play or just in general, because he hasn't been hitting. Uh so after the game, it was actually option down. The Yankees brought up outfield to slash infield in utility man, Jake Bowers is up. Uh, again just just to you know get some good defense in there because codero uh, again he has a strong arm but his defense is a little hold your breath a little bit and his whole idea of him being here was to hit some home runs in which he did early on but we haven't heard from him since so i guess the combination of that i guess cash wants to take a look at bowers and see what he brings to the plate now he's kind of bounced around a little bit his last major league club was the seattle mariner's back in 2021 so here's a guy hasn't really major league quality player in almost two years so i'm not really expecting big things from jake bowers but nevertheless yankees just trying to you know throw anything out there right now just to struggle to find some offense and schmidt in this game again taking the loss of course um now he did match his career high with eight strikeouts great but again as usual him giving up five earned runs in five innings and it's just not going to get it done for the yankees and the yankees fall in the game uh, by the score of uh five to two and it's you're really you know even though this. They felt like it was out of the game early, uh, even when they fell behind 3-0 with the Grom on the mound. So then comes game three, Johnny Brito versus old friend Nathan Navaldi for the former Yankee former Red Sox. And this was to be more of the same. Absolutely, absolutely nothing from the Yankee offense. Now, Jake Bowers made his I guess made a di- uh made a bang with his debut. First play of the game, a little uh, flare to left fielding and Bowers diving near the warning track. You know, um, makes a good play, diving play, kind of with his knee skids, but actually bangs his head and his knee against the wall in the play. He actually needed to come out. So, you know, congratulations, christened as a New York Yankee that banged out right away in this game. Just, you know, It seemed like to be the theme of the Yankees lately just with injuries. So here's a guy you bring up, you know, first game of the Yankee. You know, excited in there. You, you want to see his defense. Makes it an awesome play, but now has to be taken out. And, and who knows if we even see this guy again. Probably will, but – um, he needed an MRI. Now the MRI came up clean, so it looks like no structural damage on the knee itself. But this goes to show this Yankees really been snake bit early. Uh, this with some weird stuff and bad injuries so far this season. And for Johnny Brito, uh, again, yeah, he uh, you yeah, know he was decent game. He deserved a better fate, uh, but you know the Yankees gave him no offense. And in the fifth, finally broke, giving up the two run home run to Adolis Duran. At that point, and put the Yankees in a two to nothing hole. And this way with Avaldi was dealing. Um, Yankees really had no shot in this game. Avaldi going the distance, a whole nine innings, eight strikeouts, zero walks, zero runs. I oh, mean, it was this kind of just really embarrassing. Uh the Yankees really couldn't muster up, up anything uh, against Avaldi. And Avaldi always just seems to have his best games against the Yankees, uh completely untouchable. Uh just the fact they didn't even need to go to a bullpen, even consider going to the bullpen, just let Avaldi go out there and just mow the Yankees down. Uh, and the Yankees at the point by in the series lead two to one and then you're looking for the game four Sunday afternoon uh little uh, I guess matinee I guess you could call it uh you're looking for Nesta Cortez to save the day but not be the case he too would probably have probably one definitely his worst game of 2023 maybe his worst game in two years uh putting the Yankees in early nothing hole so going up against uh, Martin Perez there now in the first inning Cortez not sharp at all giving up two walks and a single. Loaded the bases for Josh Young, and Josh Young nicely deposited a grand slam um, over the wall, giving the Rangers an early 4-0 lead, and you're like, here we go again, and it's just another game uh, where the Yankees just really just never had no chance, no offense, no nothing, really couldn't get anything going against Perez. And then in the fifth inning, increasing their lead, Cortez giving up home runs to both Lowe and Garcia, so his third home run of the game he gave up, Texas up 7-1, to one. and again, you're just seeing this blowout just keep avalanching, avalanching. Uh, they bring in Albert Abreu. He does no better. Gives up a home run to uh, Jonah Heim. Increases the lead there in the fifth to 8-1, to one. and this game is pretty much a laugh for after that. Rangers actually will come back in the, the next inning the sixth, score another six runs, uh, so again, Yankees is absolutely decimated. Uh, you know, and really Boone had no choice; he just had to leave Abreu in there. Just at that point, you know, you're not going to use any good guys in a high leverage situation. I mean, the game's pretty much over that point. Uh, and if you look at the the pitching line there, Nesta Cortez responsible for seven earned runs again had the four walks that, that really killed him as well as giving up three three home runs and albert abreo penalized with six earned runs himself there and the yankees go down in this game 15 to 2 an absolute just an embarrassment for this team and really i mean they were down 15 to 1 and they had a little uh you know little little mini rally there in the ninth inning they did have a bases loaded and higgy scored an rbi walk i mean like, wow you walked great Great offense there that gave the Yankees a second run there. So really, if you look at this game. The best they would do was like a uh, was like a paraza I think RBI ground out. I mean that was basically the offense early in the game, and then you have a, an, an RBI walk later on, and absolutely get decimated 15-2, dropped the series. Look absolutely this embarrassed there, and of course now we're waiting on the news of Aaron Judge. You know is he you know is he going to be on the IL? And it just seems like he is. So Yankees in a bad spot right now in fourth place. Even though it's not a big deal, game over five hundred. But you know you look up, not only you have. Um, Of course, Tampa on top and the AL East is because they got off to a great start. but hey, look at the Baltimore Orioles, 19 and nine in second place. Who saw that coming? Followed by Toronto and then the Yankees. So, I mean, the Yankees, you know, I guess the best thing that got going for them is that that they're just a little bit better than the Red Sox right now. And that's not really saying too much. So, you know, bad times for the Yankees. And the only bright spot you can look at is that, um, Anthony Volpe has upped his average a little bit to 217 where you're like, well, that's still garbage. But compared to where he was about a week or two ago when he was like, you know, 150, you know, 170, um, you know, you'll take the 217. So he's actually been hitting a little bit better. He hit a little bit, you know, in this Texas series as well. So you take little, you know, little positives there, but uh, just, you know, just the whole team right now just seems flat out of whack. Um, you just have, you know, Players that again I know kind of Fluffer can handle center field, but this guy guys are out of position, not where they should be in this team's it's not strong right now. And the dropping series, you know, the good part about the early part of the season, Yankees weren't sweeping people left and right, but they're winning two out of three, two out of three, three out of four, whatever. Winning series. They're not winning series. They've been loot this, they lost now their third in a row. Uh, and again, you're not gonna have your big man out. And this is after you lose your other big man, geo Call Stanton, which who knows when he's ever gonna be back. So uh, you know, tough times for the Yankees right now. It's you know, it might be a season where like remember 2018, 2019, where, you know, all these guys just came up out of nowhere in the scrap heap and got A guys come up and contributed. And, you know, the Yankees were able to win over 100 games. I don't know if they have that in them, but it's just looking like the season if these two big guys, you know, Judge and Gio Carl Stanton, both are going to be down for a while. So, and let's just hope this hip flexes. there's nothing more than 10 days because we don't know, you know, we'll see what the final diagnosis is there. But we'll find out May 1st, May Day, that's when they plan to make a decision on that. So the Yankees kind of lick their wounds, go back to the Bronx uh, they face the Guardians. Now the Guardians are a team that's under one game under 500. So they took two out of three last time they faced the Guardians. And, you know, again, the Yankees eliminated them in the playoffs. So you kind of like their chances at home. Now you got um, Domingo Herman off the, you know, a pretty good start against the Twins last time out there. I know he gave up the six on runs, but again, that probably had a lot to do with the score than more than anything else. And you just hope you get back on their winning ways at home there. So that's the episode. Scary times in the Bronx. I don't about pushing that panic button yet, but we're getting very close. Catch you next time.